Hello and welcome to the Dharma Life podcast. I'm your host, Aloise Surfleet Middleton. Each week I show you how to build a life in alignment with your soul. I interview top thought leaders changing the world with their work. And I also show you how you can build a life in alignment with your soul, do your Dharma, be happier, healthier, live longer and have a deep sense of unshakable inner peace. So without further ado, let's dive into the next podcast. Hello and welcome to the Dharma Life podcast. I am your host, Aloise Surfleet Middleton, creator of the Dharma Life Academy and host of the Dharma Life podcast. And today I have with me a familiar face who you probably recognize from our weekly shows. We do the Inner Standing Spirituality Show. I was really keen to get the lovely Josh X on this show to share a little bit about his story and then to help us with our food transition into being more plant-based. So Josh, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me and I wish everybody well. <laughs> We've just talked for like literally an hour and I said to Josh, we probably should record this. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you so much for coming on the Dharma Life podcast. So do you just want to introduce yourself? Like obviously most people who watch my podcast will know you, but for somebody who hasn't come across your work. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, uh, nice to meet you if you haven't met me so far. Um, it's been uh, a long journey for me. I've always been trying to seek the ultimate truth within absolute everything for my own liberation. Um, and it's been a, an incredible journey. So I've been able to synchronize uh, all the knowledge from all the ages into a wonderful truth that I'm here to help and to share. Uh, one of the main things that I like to share in the beginning of any journey is the true nature of our physiology and what we should be consuming as a standard diet. Um, for the last, how could I say, for the last sort of four to five years, um, the X family has been on a wonderful journey. Um, we've given our time and energy to help heal uh, beings with a 100% success rate from all the ailments that mankind has. And in doing so, we've learned this wonderful system um, and protocols of how we can help people transition from any diet into the most healing diet for the mind and body connection and then the spiritual connection. So eating is something that has this holistic capability to free yourself from ego, body, mind, pain, emotional pain, and then move you towards a capacity to be able to take on these uh, energies that are around us that allow this spiritual side or the spiritual nature within us to free itself, um, keeping us in that perpetual state of bliss, happiness, and then um, free from any disease. And we've basically been lied to, haven't we, all of our lives that, you know, we've been taught to eat meat and we've been taught to eat dairy. And and yeah. what I love about what you're talking about is essentially that we're frugivores. Is that what you, how you would describe it? Yeah, if we just peel back all of the, the programming as such, uh, there's only one thing out there that really contains life force or life, which is a fruit. And the fruit defined in its nature is something that contains seeds. 
So if we were to uh, consume this fruit without any sort of corporation or any entities out there trying to help us survive, we would consume the fruit naturally and then we would uh, poo in the ground as such and then these seeds would grow and continue life. So the seed creates this wonderful tree or this fruit tree and this fruit tree drops its fruit abundantly every season for up to a hundred years and then you know people would say you're still harming uh the fruits as such but it's not if you're not there to consume the fruit it drops into the soil and creates fertile soil and this is why it's so important for these trees to be planted everywhere because this will restore regenerate the soil and not only that as the leaves fall they create topsoil which has been missing from the earth which allows the uh, precipitation to rise and fall and feed the roots without any necessary need for watering so it's a wonderful system that we've been missing out on for such a long time food is uh, sorry the fruit is an alkalizing um uh, food to the body and uh, anything that is uh, acid forming is something that our body doesn't really like to digest as such so it takes away the prana or the energy if you look at a fruit and how easily it ferments, mm. this is what's going on within our body, the fermentation process. And the bacteria eats the food and what it defecates then would be this fertilizer. This is how our body absorbs minerals. Mm. And uh, it's, it's really key, you know, and if we go to vegetables and you look at a vegetable and see how easy that ferments, it's not as easy as a fruit. So this is the secondary form of nutrients for us. But again, fruits are under the ground. Uh, sorry, vegetables are under the ground. And fruits are above the ground so if we just look logically we should see that the fruits are there for us and these vegetables are there to replenish the soil or to feed the plant through its cycle and sometimes the animals are micro life dogs um, real dogs real wolves and uh, foxes etc dig for these roots for food so how easy something ferments should be our benchmark around whether we should eat it or not yeah, it really exactly that. If we're looking for the highest form of food, um, the simplest form of digestion, because our energy is stored in our gut. And most of the time, the modern day man is just constantly feeding every sort of three to four hours with food that's not easily digestible. So they're in a constant state of digestion. All the blood flow that could be going around your body for heightened awareness, more clarity, is basically focused inside the gut. Uh, to, to aid with this digestion so it's not really allowing the nutrients to go to spaces that it could be to restore rebalance and to heal your system from the poor eating habits that we've had previously well it literally lowers our vibration like it's like i suppose the best example would be you know when you eat a heavy meal and then you're suddenly really tired that's because all the energy and the blood has gone to your stomach to digest rather than doing the other things that it needs to do in your body Exactly. Cooking food is, uh, well, mankind is the only species on planet Earth that cooks his food. So when you're cooking the food, you're altering the digestive enzymes within that particular food. These have to be made internally. So these enzymes that are being produced to help this food digest, which is causing acid acidosis, are actually draining the energy. This is why lethargy happens. So as we continue to consume food such as meat and such as dairy that's not recognizable by the body, the only thing that actually eats this dead matter inside of us is candida. And this candida is the fungus that basically expresses itself in all aspects of the body when we have this disease or serious disease. And this eats away our skin tissue. So if we look at candida as foot I don't rot, know if you've uh, got it. 
Um, I'd say 99.9% of people have it because they're consuming dead matter. But as soon as we stop uh, uh-huh. consuming the dead matter and we go to the live matter, which would be the fruits because fruits are alive. They have live vibration and they help reciprocate and heal your energy. Um, but if you're consuming death, this is when death happens. So these hosts are inside the body, parasites, you know, the worms. These are actually eating the meat and the dead tissue because your body doesn't necessarily have the capacity to do so in that fermentation process. And how do they Believe get inside you? How do through you... the meat. So, so the, oh, yeah, really? there's the natural relationship with everything on earth. Consciousness has expressed itself in such a manner that um, everything is working divinely. So the reason why meat and pork and these things have the uh, worms inside of them is because when they go internal, they actually consume the food. Then they become this host. Then they try to give you uh, the symptoms of hunger, the symptoms of cravings through the electrical signals that come when they release what they have inside their system in you. And this creates a cycle of wanting and needing this, this negative loop of uh, food that's not actually uh, a fit food for human consumption. Oh, my God. So you mean I've got parasites in my tummy? Like now? Um, I don't know. <laughs> The parasites can live off, uh, you know, this dead matter as such, but they mainly come with meat, meat consumption. But as soon as you go to this alkaline diet, then you'll find that these parasites and hosts cannot survive. This is why we get the cravings. This is why we get the the severe stomach pangs and stuff like that. And, you know, right now I've been juicing for eight days on this wonderful juice fast that we're doing, and I have no satiation for food. I I look at food; it doesn't have a, any sort of capacity to, to my thought processes. So. You can be liberated from food. It's just a steady process that you need to do. Um, but again, if we're in this material world as such, it's an enjoyment factor for people to eat when they when they know that they've got the correct eating system. A lot of us, yeah. yeah. And Sandy put it so well. So Sandy, who is doing the juice fast with you, she came and did an Akashic record with me, and she said, it's like putting diesel into a petrol car. Is and I thought that was such an amazing analogy because it's that's what we've been doing all this time, isn't it? With our with our bodies, we've been eating the wrong fuel effectively, and then then we wonder why we're not living as long as we can or not as healthy as we can be. You know, if you look at this in a sense way, if you truly have the understanding of nutrition and you know that you know we should be consuming live raw foods uh, in that manner because this is how they were given to us and this is what feeds our body with its true fuel as such. Um, I'll give the word protein, okay? Because protein is something that we all need to try to comprehend and get to terms with. Um, protein is actually made in our body via protein synthesis. And this is basically through the amino acids that are inside the fruit. And our primarily our primary source of fuel is actually glucose. So for every function in our body, we need this glucose. Um, so, you know, the modern day industry has perverted uh, fruit sugar and uh, the sugar cane as such, or the processed sugar, um, to be similar. But they're so different. Um, table sugar itself, obviously, basically creates this metabolic acidosis in our system and we need this alkaline buffer which is stored in our bone minerals and then we deplete these bone minerals over time this this is creating all the disease in in man Um, but the true glucose just absorbs into us and if we have too much glucose within our system at any particular time it gets stored in the muscle tissue as glycogen so this is a wonderful thing for anybody who's trying to get fit strong and lean at the same time because our fat cells 
only expand with toxins. So when we consume the food that's not necessarily our fuel and it's not able to be processed at that particular time, it gets stored as waste, which is toxic waste around our waste. And this is how the, um, everybody's gaining weight because they're not actually eating the correct source of food. And there's a reason why the amino acids are called amino acids because they are in no acid. So when you consume the foods, they actually have these live enzymes, amino acids and glucose within the fruit that feeds your body perfectly, easily digestible and uh, simple. This is the simple sugars that you should be consuming. So simple sugars are basically kind of fruit sugars effectively or natural sugars. Yeah, simple sugar is something that the body finds simple to basically feed itself. And all these complex carbohydrates and these sayings that have gone on within the food industry, it's just something that your body finds complex to be able to break down and make into glucose. So the further we move away from the source of glucose, the harder it is our body to convert into glucose to make the fuel for our body to feed ourselves. So this is why the, you know, the ketosis diet is really so bad for the system and people are utilizing it for, for losing weight loss. Well, of, of course, you're going to go into a weight loss state when you're starving the body. But what you don't want to do is really go into the starvation. You want to be able to lose the weight naturally by the body having the fuel it needs to be able to allow these toxins to be released from the system. And consuming fruit in high amounts, you're going to actually increase the strength in your body. You know, you look at all the biggest land animals on planet Earth, they're all plant-based and they consume, you know, plants as such, fruits and vegetables. Elephants, gorillas, rhinos, giraffes, um, bulls, these are huge animals. And uh, it's just, you know, if we start to do resistance exercises and we consume the amount of calories that we need to be able to uh, expand our muscles, we can grow as really as, as big as we, we put into this training system. It's just the most harmonious diet for our body. And um, as we were saying with the carbohydrates, sorry, the complex carbohydrates is, is basically just something, like I said, is just hard for our body to digest. So it takes time, causing acidosis. And then it just sort of slows everything down. So, so Josh is, I'm part of Josh's Patreon community and he's going to, he's taken me on, on as a project, <laughs> more for him. Um, mm. But as somebody who loves, so our diet currently is we try and eat as much organic food. We don't eat meat. Um, we still eat a little bit of fish, but I'll be honest, I've gone off that ever since listening to you and Charlie. Um, but I am still eating a little bit of fish. We eat organic produce, so we have um, organic veg boxes, and I've started juicing oranges in the morning. Um, but the thought of completely going to juice and giving up food does not appeal to me whatsoever. So I feel like I'm in this transitional period, like you and I talking before, I love to create and cook. And mm. so what would your advice be for somebody like myself who's looking to A, shed a bit of excess weight, you know, being completely honest, I know there's extra on me that I don't want there to be anymore. Um, but also obviously transitioning more into this, plant-based lifestyle and obviously going more alkaline so anything that you consume that's not in its holistic form is going to basically add to the body holding on to excess waste okay. um, if we just if we just look at the word meat okay or meaty we've had this saying you know oh he's meaty or she's a meaty 
And when we do consume meat, what's happening? We actually have an extra layer of water surrounding our body because of the inflammation that it causes. Mm-hmm. So it, it's a sort of swollen cheeks and neck and ankle joints and wrists. And people get used to this chunky size of themselves. Um, but as soon as you stop consuming these products, the the meat, the dairy and um, anything associated with that, you'll find that there's a complete shift in the way our body's structured. Um, so we lose that meatiness, which is that subtle layer of uh, like, it's like blubber, but it's really just this water. Um, and then we look totally different in our physiology. So that's a great way to just initially change the way that you're looking because it's stored, you know, within the water, cheeks and neck and hands and wrist. Um, I'll, I'll and be honest, looking- I didn't notice any, when I gave up meat, I didn't notice. I, I, I'm the only person I know who can give up alcohol and give up meat and not lose any weight. <laughs> but the acidosis may still be there with the fish. Well, it will still be there with the fish and and did you say dairy have a little bit of cheese yeah, little, yeah not a lot but the occasional yeah haven't come quite um, you know and when you completely switch off that that's when the body will have that big transition um, but if, if again if you're consuming things like bread and the bread has the yeast this yeast is candida and this is fed by the sugar we put in even sourdough the sugar stop uh, sourdough doesn't have it it's got its natural process as such but again, the best thing I would say if you're doing this and it's also giving you the ability to create something at home would be to make a flatbread. So just to get yourself some organic white flour and then 50% flour, 50% water mix. And then you mix it up lovely, create this dough and roll it into it. That's it. Obviously, if you want to put salt in, you create a more richer flavor. And then you roll it out into a nice thin... Um, like roti or something like that and then you place it in a hot pan 10 seconds one side five seconds the other 10 seconds the other and then five seconds again and you've done you've got the most wonderful taste in bread um, and that was something that i did use in my transition many years ago because you can just fill it with anything and it moves away from commercially bought bread which has got so many different types of ingredients in it you know you look at a normal loaf maybe 35 ingredients and that's not serving your body. This is creating acidosis and the body's getting these chemicals stored on the body. So all that's happening with people's waste and the waste or the toxic waste that we have is because we're eating chemicals and these chemicals are being put into the food through our ignorance as such because they have to get rid of the chemicals that are being produced. And if you truly study food and you'll see that everything is, you know, it's been put in the water, aluminum phosphate is the fluoride. This is going into our water systems. And then they're putting all these waste products through our food to be filtered through our system because then we have this pain body to experience something. And this is because we're separate from source or God or the food that we should be consuming. So this is why we're here and experience to learn the good and the bad and to make sure that we go the good. And if we don't, then we feel these expressions within our body or we see them too. Uh, and also when you're consuming the meat and the dairy and things like this, there's something stored within the tissue and the flesh. This is the hormones. This is the negative emotions that they've had. Mm-hmm. So you think as, as an animal, um, they do have this consciousness. They do perceive, feel, think, and, as they go through this pain, their body releases chemicals like the cortisol, stress hormone and adrenaline. And then you have these go into your system and then your system's got to make these and break them apart. So you can find yourself having just a negative feeling all day or have uh, thought processes that are not necessarily nice 
And this is because this is being carried through into your flesh and your being. And it's just powerful, isn't it? Because as soon as you have this awareness, like, you know, for me, the way I shifted out of alcohol was it was becoming aware that obviously it was, it literally is poison for our bodies. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that and the kind of coupled with opening ourselves up to whatever negative energies and entities just completely put me off. I just didn't even want to drink anymore. Um, And what's brilliant that you're doing with food when you're raised your awareness around it is like there's no way that people can hear that and go god i still want to put this stuff in my body it just it it takes away that whole transition which is you feel like where you're missing out as humans you know um if we give our time to the food though we can create absolutely anything you know in in the world and to have it taste you know like a michelin style um food so all we have to do is do it ourselves and then the foods you know if you just look at a food for example that's stored within a supermarket and you'll see it in the fridge section for many days and and then that food's been cooked it's been denatured so it's not necessarily fermenting as well also they spray packets and stuff like that to keep this uh, the food lasting and then people reheat it in an oven double cook it as such or microwave it which uh, changes the food agitates the particles and this is one of the leading causes of diabetes using the microwave um so this is why our systems aren't working properly so stay holistic you know you can create anything and if things are are quite complex for people to transition and they're not sure what to do food can taste great simple food and uh very quick and easy so you know a great transitional food would just be to utilize the white potato as such and you can do anything you want with it you could mash it if you want the creamiest mash you've ever had just scoop two avocados in it mash it together with these two avocados make sure they're right and put salt and lemon juice with it maybe a bit of black pepper and then you could create uh, you could have a salad uh tomatoes cucumber some lemon juice some avocados some chopped lettuce and then you've got some mashed potato with the with the lettuce you could make chips oven chips and you don't need oil you just make sure you turn them every 15 minutes just peel the potato chop it into the chips place them in the oven and keep turning them and you'll have the crispiest chips what does the oil do to the potato? So when you consume an oil, it's basically out of its natural state. So the oil has been compressed. So now it's not having the capacity of its own natural digestive enzymes within the food. So this is going into the body. It's not bioavailable and it's creating this acidosis again. It's, if you think how removed oil is from glucose, the conversion to try to make that into an energy source for the body is very, very, very difficult. Um, so this is why you don't use oil. You don't need oil. It's just obviously additive again because it's a it's a marketed product, um, and it's an it was also a waste product. Just like whey, you know, whey used to be skimmed off the milk and thrown away because it was toxic, and now it's put into protein powder and sold to, as a supplement. Um, but it's so dangerous and it's not good for the body. If you're looking to fuel your body is glucose. So consume orange juice during your training sessions and you'll keep full and have the best energy and uh, the muscles to stay full of glycogen. So again, simple rule of thumb is how easy will this food that I'm eating be turned, if I want to eat it, be turned into glucose? And so exactly. You, yeah, okay. Because I'm just trying to... A, I'm trying to remember things for myself when I'm out there looking at food, and and it's really how alive the food is as well, isn't it? Like how much how much yeah. energy is this really got yeah. that it's going to give me? Yeah, everybody loves just for, like chips and salad, don't they? You know, salad and chips. 
Um, and if you just make these chips and you just put, you know, vinegar and salt, people love, but you know, when you transcend vinegar, you can just use lemon juice and salt. That's sweet. It tastes like the chip shop chips. Um, if you just use guacamole, for example, you can just blend up two avocados, uh, with a little bit of lemon juice. You can put coriander, you can put chives in there. Um, obviously the salt and you just chip dip or you can make a side salad with that and then you could also make your flatbread so you could have an experience like you'll go into a greek restaurant and you just put your salad in the uh in the wrap chips in the wrap drip the dressing on and you know you don't have to miss out also if you grater your potato and you um say like two three potatoes grater it squeeze out the starch and the water with some salt inside of it and place it into a pan or a panini press and you leave it for 18 minutes in a panini press you'll have a, a wrap or like a flatbread as such with potato um, you can fill that or you can just spread um, avocado on top and it'll be like a piece of toast or tiger bread that's the sort of texture you can have if you do it in a pan um, you just turn it over after 10 minutes and it's and literally flour and water your... that's it like i know i keep asking the same question but uh, this is potato, so you, you don't even need the flour. So if you want to transcend the flour because it's just a white dead flour, you can use a live potato and then you just, like I said, grater it. And then you squeeze the starch and water out, place it in a pan, push down, turn the heat on a medium to high, let it cook for 10 minutes, flip it onto the other side, let that cook for five, back onto the other side for one minute, and then you have this uh, this Rusty. wrap. Yeah, it was just like a, it's a wrap, it's malleable, it can stay. And if, if you do it thicker, you can make a naan bread out of it. So you can just utilize these things without having to use the processes or the flour and you can use whole food. And in this way, you just completely uh, move away from this acidosis as such and uh, the body can get rid of toxins. You can still eat uh, in a similar fashion to the minds programmed, but you're not poisoning yourself. Mm. And let's talk about onions and garlic because they are not good for the body, are they? No. Um, onions, garlic and uh, chilies are all nervous system stimulants. So they basically pick us up and then what happens when you get a false high is you naturally drop within the nervous system. Uh, you'll notice if you do eat a chili, the mucus forms so much and very quickly at the back of your throat. It's something very easy. If you try to give a chili to an animal or uh, somebody that's not programmed with it, they won't want to eat it. <laughs> so it's not necessarily a natural form. This takes away our prana. So this is a negative pranic food. It takes energy out of the system. The onions and the garlic are medicines. They're not for ingestion. For example, if you have a snake bite and you bash it down and put it on the on the bite, it will draw the toxins out. So this is why it's been used. Um, onions, garlic, they destroy bacteria. Our stomach is made of trillions of bacteria. And uh, if you're looking to destroy the bacteria in your gut, which is how you absorb your minerals and nutrients, then, you know, garlic and onion really do do this. Um, but in that saying that it's, it's so much better to use garlic and onion in your transitional process than to be eating any type of food out there and in Babylon. So don't fear it. It will just naturally evolve when you do. So I suppose the evolutionary process would be obviously move away from any processed food whatsoever. Yes. You know, move on to, if you can, organic, grow your own if you possibly can, or buy organic foods, then yeah. start to cut out dairy, then yeah. start to cut out obviously hopefully meat and fish. 
um, and then start to really look at the food that you're eating. Yeah, if, you, if you're having trouble with the meat transition, the mushrooms are a wonderful thing. You know, um, if you use a oyster mushroom and you, you keep it whole after you've washed it and you just press it in a hot pan, you'll end up having like shredded chicken, it'll feel like, and you can use big portobello mushrooms for steaks. Um, you have um, shiitake mushrooms or shiitake mushrooms and they, they look like beef strips and things like this. So all you need to do is really realize that meat serves you no thing apart from death going into the system, metabolic acidosis, the depletion of minerals and the negative feelings. And that feedback loop just keeps on cycling. People don't really know how much clarity they could have if they just move away from these sources of food. Um, you know, people say, I don't know what to eat. Well, the only thing that people eat when they're eating meat is actually adding meat to the fruit and vegetables that we've always been consuming this whole time. Mm. All you need to do is stop stop putting this into your food think of the meat as dead flesh and carcasses and you know you've never had a mouth-watering experience with a dead animal on the side of a road and if you put a baby in front of an animal it wants to be around it, it doesn't try to bite it it's not a natural process this is taught um, so yeah i would say the natural the natural evolution of eating should just be the commercial food diet into a whole food diet mm-hmm. you start to prepare things yourself you put your own salt in it you put your own water in it because most people who are in this level of awareness are utilizing, you know, maybe bottled water, they got distilled water or they're, they're doing some sort of filtration process for that water. But if they're going out and buying the almond milk as such from the shops, no, these shops, <laughs> you know, I, these shops. Believe it. I was gutted when you told me that because obviously yeah. I was using almond milk in my shakes and in my tea. And what you're basically saying is that they make that from normal tap water. Yeah. And then what that machine actually happens to have within it is a probably a weekly or an evening cleaning protocol where they'd use chemicals as well. So they're cleaning these machines of chemicals to go past the processing or the standards they need for the cleanliness. And then these go into our body, into our system, and they do create this micro block within consciousness and progression. So this is why it's so important to gain the control over our own. This is, this is all this is about mastery of ourself and what you need to do or what we're doing is mastering just the food element side, which is the basic fundamental to our existence here. So one, this is to me the first and most important level to be able to progress, to create the vessel that can withstand higher energy. Um, and food is key. Food is the king. Um, any other questions on? Oh yeah, I've got loads. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Um, so okay, so for me, like, for me, trying to lose this extra weight, like I have a shake in the morning. Now I have been having bananas, avocados, dates, and um, water, and a little bit of cacao. Now I was having almond milk, but obviously I've been trying to kind of wean myself off the almond milk now now i know <laughs> what they do to it um so i suppose what i'd love to know is just some, some tip like maybe a couple of shakes that you can we can add into our, to our diets and then yeah. maybe we could look at some sort of simple meals yeah so um when we're thinking about breaking the fast this is why breakfast is break fast uh, we want to be breaking our fast with the simplest form of food. And I personally recommend on like a high a vibration is to just 
juice. You know, you allow the digestion process to just continue to fast. And the longer that we allow the digestion process to be resting, this is the more energy we build up. But if we just stop that for now and we say most people are having cereal, yeah? Most people have cereal or toast or something like this. If you have porridge, for example, okay, um, it's not something I recommend, but it's something that may help people transition. Rather than buying porridge that's got gluten in it, try and find a gluten-free organic porridge. And then what you would do is you'd put four or five dates in the water mm-hmm. or the almond milk that you've made or the hemp milk that you've made, and you'd boil that out first. So you're heating the dates with the water, and this allows the dates to break down so they can become this sugary or the glucose that you don't need to add any sugar. Then just 65 grams of oats. Um, Have you ever heard of coconut cream? Mm -hmm. Like the organic coconut cream is like creamed coconut as such. You could just put a tablespoon of that in and this creates this like Jamaican porridge flavor, maybe some cinnamon. Yeah. This is a wonderful breakfast for most people who are helping transition as quick as easy. Um, And there's no need to, you know, chemicals and i took on board what you said about the orange juice because i was having my shake and then i was probably eating a piece of toast because i'd get hungry before lunch and i've changed to doing the orange juice first thing in the morning and then having my shake and then i that doesn't i'm fine i don't need to eat anything more before lunchtime yeah that's perfect so yeah most people if you do have that the juice when you rise it's going to last you about an hour you find in that yeah definitely i usually have it before i go for a walk and it kind of just tides me over a little bit longer yeah and it's instant energy so it's going straight into the 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 muscle cells and being used as that fuel source because it's sugar glycogen or glucose and then the digestion is continuing when you come back a smoothie very simple i would suggest with the smoothie to keep it the simplest form of fruit uh, in the rising so i would use maybe 200 ml of orange juice three bananas and a mango blend that up rather than put water because when you put water with it you're actually reducing the sweetness as such Okay. So then you have to add certain things in like dates and, and type of things like this. So just keeping it simple and um, utilizing the orange juice keeps the sweetness up without diluting it and then go into a normal meal. Um, but shakes are very easy. You know, if you want to create a yogurt, you just add an avocado to the shake and it creates that thick, creamy, rich texture. You could chop some kiwis up or some papaya in the bowl. And, you know, what you don't have to do is actually sacrifice the size and the satiation. When people are consuming yogurts of dairy, they're very small. Mm. You could have this wonderful, huge uh, bowl of uh, yogurt and enjoy it. You could freeze it into lollies. You could make ice cream as such. And then you can have them like that. Children can enjoy these treats and everybody can. Mm. yeah i think it's it's just slight little tweaks isn't it it's like we kind of incremental incremental shifts and we're kind of increase you know improving and improving and improving um so if i wanted to lose the extra weight then like because you what you were saying to me which i thought was brilliant was you don't actually cut out the food you have to keep eating to keep your metabolism Yeah, well, most people who are quite overweight tend to only eat small amounts every day, but the food they put in is obviously kind of toxic. So the body can't digest it, the hosts eat it, it gets stored as waste or the other products, and then their body's just slowly not reciprocating and the cells are dying. Um, But to lose weight, if you think of your body or your metabolic rate as a furnace, and you keep putting coal into this furnace, it burns very, very hot. And the more coal 
it catches a light, the hotter it burns. So if we can try to eat every two to two and a half hours, no longer than three, we stay in this state of anabolic or anabolism. If your body goes into catabolism, it looks at storing uh, fat as such or, or excess nutrients to save for later. So if we give it a regular feed, we our body basically will be saying, I, I know that I'm getting this regular feed. I can see this pattern. I don't need a store hold of anything. I'm, I'm getting these regular feeds. Uh, obviously, if it's of a clean nature, then you're going to completely flush weight off, you know, a, a pound a day sometimes. So it's just important to raise the metabolic rate up by constantly having these uh, foods within yourself. And then once it's raised, you can do a juice fast, water fast, smoothie fast, and it will just fall off. So does that kind of look like fruit, effectively? You're snacking on fruit. So you'd have a banana, you'd, you'd eat an apple, like you're making sure that you're grazing every two hours, but it, it obviously... You need to be satiated and it doesn't necessarily need to be fruit at a particular time where you're moving from a standard diet or even say a diet similar to yourself. If you just regular feeds, for example, you could have the smoothie and the juice, uh, juice and smoothie, sorry, then for lunch, dinner, tea, you could have anything that you choose. So like I said, as long as you're having the whole form, you could literally lose weight on having these chips every meal with the salad and the avocado and the lemon juice. And, you know, if you just blend dates up, like maybe four or five dates with three uh, vine tomatoes, some lemon juice and avocado, some black pepper to create the spice without using the chili. Uh, If you do want garlic, you know, add a garlic in there. You can add a garlic to the guacamole as such. Pour it all over your salad, create spiralized cucumber, spiralized zucchinis, make noodles up and add some peas Huh? Can you come and cook? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we do have this recipe book now. It's um, yeah. it's, it's finished. Um, it's, there was just a few things I had added, so it's just being sent back to me, and then it'd be available and ready. And everybody that's been a part of the Patreon, um, on the tiers, they're gonna get the book sent straight to them, and then I'm gonna try to get it in a paperback version before Christmas. But if not, it'll be available through a PDF format. I was going to say, so basically for people listening, because obviously that is what you need. You need a handbook. You need like it's, it's great listening to you. And then I'll go in my kitchen and I'll go, what did you say? So um, having this cookbook sounds like such a Bible, really. Um, and this your background is in food as well, isn't it, Josh? You like you you have been a sh- Yeah, a- like I've just literally I spent a. Yeah, when you stop working and you stop putting your time into eight hours a day for someone else as such, and then you move away to nature, which I did, and I tried to create this food forest years ago. So four years ago, I moved away to Spain in the middle of a a wonderful area. I planted 150 fruit trees of maturity, and then we were continuing to plant in between. But we did it with a couple that weren't necessarily vibratory ready, and uh, they they fell apart and we sold this space. so then we went on our journey and our we bought a camper van and then we decided to go around practicing what we already knew to bring it into a truth as such. Um, so yeah, that's that's what we did. Um, may you repeat the question? I, I went you off. Well, you're also telling about your chefing background because it sounded to me yes. like you've been a chef and yes, created amazing food festivals and yeah. So, so I literally just uh, spent this time working on a transition of food. So I put my energy and passion into creating dishes for my family because I wanted to express my love and time 
um, in a creative way. So I was able to, you know, within that time, do the sun gazing, eating from the soil, the planting, the growing, the connections, growing medicine. And, and then maybe six, seven hours a day, I was actually creating dishes. Um, you know, not all of these dishes I've shared because these are a part of like a transitional process. And in this book, I really want people to move away from the flowers and these processes as such. But, you know, to be able to create your own falafel as such oh, and, yeah. um, you know, make it in a, a way that tastes better than anything you've ever tried um, just through plant-based food. And then, you know, learning and growing with curries as such. So when I was making a curry, I say six years ago, I would use onions and things like this. So I would always use like two, three onions as a base and garlic as a base. And then I would use lemon, uh, sorry, orange instead of oil. So when you're using the orange juice, you're bringing up the sweetness. Then you add ginger and then you put in the tomatoes with some peppers or you could just pre-blend them so you don't actually have to cook them. You can warm them up. And then that you would add ginger, the spices. And uh, if you don't want to use chilies, you know, you could use green finger chilies and three. You can use the black pepper. And then you add coconut to this. And this creates the rich and the creaminess. But then and all these recipes you want to use coconut, you use avocado. All these recipes in the yeah. Because that sounds incredible. So let's just. Yeah, there's, there's recipes there. No, I was just going to repeat it because I know that everyone listening is going to be like, I want that recipe book. So, to, yeah. so they can come to your YouTube and your, and your yeah, well, become it, a member of Patreon yeah. and you'll get it. Yeah. Yeah. Or um, we'll, we're trying to find a way now maybe where we just put it through PayPal and then we'll e we can email people that just make a small donation of what we say the book's sort of trying to do. But in that sense, we're actually utilizing the monies raised through this to create this food forest healing center, ashram, spiritual awareness and a community based system. Um, so everything's just trying to sort of raise consciousness and raise this awareness. So yeah, food is really key. Um, and then I went to festivals as such with some friends, Mobius Loop, who are the most amazing performers and they've got the most divine heart. And um, we're going to share some of their music on the 21st. Um, and the own, they, obviously they've been the main acts at these places and uh, the people that were actually creating the festivals uh, on their land, on their spaces, they've always shared the food. Uh, you know, when you have this vibration, they love to share. And all these festivals, I got asked if I could actually control the food uh, and help bring these recipes to these festivals because predominantly they're plant-based, you know, non-alcoholic festivals as such. And, um, and basically guide and teach all these kitchens, but it wasn't our journey as such. We we had a journey to learn and master healing and within the body, and that was our experience. But yeah, the food's always been welcomed. It's been absolutely loved. But the key is obviously when you're trying to create this balance, food needs to be balanced. Certain foods have more sweetness, certain tomatoes do. So, you know, having that creative force within you and using these recipes as a guide is really good because what you can do is use your senses. And if you just add more salt, more sweetness, a bit of tartness, lemon, you'll find that this perfect balance is made within the food. And then if you serve it at that right, that right, correct flavor, then it will be the best food that you've ever had. So I think there's two things here, Josh. One is creating an army of coaches around food and helping people like you're because obviously you're you've learned how to heal people through food which is incredible you know taking somebody who's got cancer or aids and helping them heal through the body in what six weeks yeah like you know even sometimes multiple sclerosis is uh we've had people have and remove their symptoms within five to six days 
Um, so, you know, six weeks is something we like to say is the magic number, six to eight weeks. And um, depending on how deep rooted it is, it's just a, a little bit of time either side of that. So, Well, if there's anyone listening to this podcast that is um, a really good at creating um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, you know, this needs to be scaled because there's only one of you and you're doing an incredible job, like absolutely incredible. And you're serving so many people, but to enable us to serve more people then if there's somebody out there who's kind of done accreditations and created accreditations, like I see you having your own accreditation. I see you having an army of coaches that are helping raise the vibration of the planet through education and I also see a, yeah. a, um, a cookery and like almost like a gourmet food arm as well to what you're doing and teaching chefs to create incredible raw food dishes. Um, so, yeah. yeah. The thing is with this natural food, you know, most people who go to a natural restaurant or they, you know, they go to a restaurant, the quality difference is because they're using real food. Um, but then they might be using the MSGs and the, the table salt and things like this. This is why we must do everything within our capability to, to bring this food to ourselves and our family because heal, heal thy meals is heal thy healthy, heal thy meals. And a meal is called a meal because it's meal and it's becoming you. So this is why we need to focus on this because everything that we put into our mouth actually has an expression to our physical aspect and our mental aspect and yes it would be wonderful to have uh, people that are really interested in food and have been trying to search for the ultimate truth um, you know through basically normal systems and they kind of figured out that normal systems are a complete lie because mm. um, there is one real simple truth with it all and um, to be able to utilize this you can bring health and wellness back to everybody on this planet mm. Wonderful. So if anyone out there is listening and this sounds like you, then yeah, please reach out, please get in touch. Um, Josh is on a big mission. I'm here to support a mission. <laughs> Serve more people, reach more people, raise the vibration of the planet. Like, you know, just quickly, because obviously I'm conscious of time, but can you just talk to the fact that obviously the reason for eating like this is so we can hold more light, hold more awareness, hold more consciousness. So maybe just speak to that a little bit but and i think we'll have to get you back josh because it's just like a big topic yeah so the ph scale itself you know you have this ph balance within your body etymology in etymology uh, how i've seen language uh, p is light and h is this vibration which is the eighth letter so it's a it's a light vibration and the reason why they're scaled on colors is because these are the colors of the rainbow and these are the colors of your aura now your aura is the au ra which is the golden sun and if you complete all these color spectrums and you have mastery over all these vibrations you become this gold light as such so without using We'll also attach that, sorry, to the virtue system, yeah? So the virtue system is also has a color accrued to each virtue of the rainbow, the ra and above. And when you correlate the virtue system with the way you're existing, you know, to be diligent is to absolutely do everything in your power to give yourself a maximum capability within your existence of doing what you know to be true at that particular time. So if food has come into your awareness and you're still consuming food that you know is not necessarily good for you, it's going to dampen the vibration that 
is within you. So action in these processes is actually going to raise the vibration. So as you go up this scale of pH or this light vibration, you can encompass all of these spectrums of light within you. Now, this gives you sight. Spectrum is the spectacle. Okay, now how we perceive and evolving consciousness is action in processes of our conscious evolution where we are at any particular moment. So right now in your perception, if you're not doing what you perceive to be is true, this is holding you back. Unleash the truth that's within you. Be guided by your consciousness or the voice that speaks first. And you'll find that this light will, will, will rise within you. So really, everybody knows that the food that they consume is not necessarily good. It's fast food, fast life, destroying the body quickly. Um, to be able to have life that lasts and continues um, is something that we should all be seeking. Uh, one thing to give people some synchronicities is if the food that people have been consuming for the last hundred years, like our nans and our great nans, they were living to a capacity of say 80 to 110 years. Now that food was a complete uh, lie as well. You know, they were told that vegetables were healthy and grains and meat and dairy. Now grains aren't a food source. Um, you know, they have this outer layer of them, which causes problems within the digestive tract. They're basically ruining the earth as they're being grown or the husk on the side of rice. They can't be disposed of and they're just being stored somewhere. Um, and then fruit, if it falls, it just restores balance with the soil and the earth, etc. So all of these systems are at play right now. And um, what we need to do is just to become in harmonious tune with this. It will resonate with our body. It will resonate with the earth. It's free. It's abundant. And... Um, this is how we're going to progress as man. So the food system is key. Remove the acidosis, fill your body with light, and then also you'll be rewarded with this consciousness. Amazing. Amazing. So exciting. Josh, thank you so much. Like fascinating, absolutely fascinating. Like I could talk to you for hours, but I do have some other things I need to do today. Um, yeah. But yeah, so people can find you through Patreon. You're on YouTube, Josh X. And we have Instagram at uh, exile.fam. Yeah. And uh, we just have, um, you know, um, my partner, Michelle, over the past few years, she's just been putting up some inspirational things. We have some virtues on there. We have food. We have some recipes. We have uh, pictures of where we've been. Um, just wonderful scenery and uh, how we have been living and expressing ourselves. Um, so yeah, just find us on there, reach out, and uh, hopefully we can learn, grow together, and um, let's get this mission done. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And if you're listening to this and you'd like to hear more from Josh, then let me know what it is that you're specifically interested in, and I will get him back, and we'll do some more deep conversations on how you can transition into this lifestyle. And we will see you next week with another incredible guest on the Dharma Life podcast. Thank you so much for listening to the Dharma Life podcast. I do hope you enjoyed this episode. Please come over and say hello on my Instagram, our Facebook group. And also, please let me know what you thought. So if you are listening, please take a screenshot of the podcast that you are listening to. Tag me on Instagram and I will reshare your post. And please let me know what it is that you got out of today's episode. Remember, when we do our Dharma, we are happier, healthier, we live longer, and we have a deep sense of unshakable inner peace. Mm -hmm.